0: Welcome to Storylight. Life, I'm your host and founder, Lana Jackson. Today we are interviewing Marisa Delice, co-founder of Hermosa, a luxury swimwear brand that designs heirloom quality swim and resort wear with style and support, all at an accessible price. Welcome to the Storied Life, Marisa. It's a pleasure to have you. Yes, it's a pleasure to be on. So, how are you? How's your summer been going? You know, for our first summer, it's been doing
1: well. Um, of course, always, you know, there's always room for improvement. But as a first season for us, I mean, we've been really, really excited, and um, it's just been such a journey.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, we—I met you through Verily Magazine, which, for those of you who don't know, is a women's fashion and lifestyle magazine um, that's pretty much all about empowering and inspiring women and. I was reviewing um, some swimsuits from your line, from the various foot collections um, for the magazine. And I just like quickly became impressed with your company and the level of quality that you put into each suit.
1: Thank you. I mean, we really, um, Tiffany and I have been, I mean, of course, there, like I said before, there's always room for improvement, but when you put your name behind something, you want to make sure that, you know, you want to put your name behind it. And so Tiffany and I made sure that each stitch, literally our fabric, our colors, even down to the name of the
0: swimsuit, we wanted to make sure that no detail was uncovered. Yeah. And it definitely shows. And um, for those of you listening, Tiffany Rivers is your co-founder. She is, yes. Yeah, and she couldn't be here with us today, but we're excited to have you. And I kind of want to just start from the top and just say, so Hermosa is such an interesting name. Um, How would you describe this brand to someone who's never heard of it? And what does Hermosa mean?
1: Yes, yeah, so um, Hermosa is actually um, it means Span- it means beautiful in Spanish. So um, Hermosa with the Z, it's derived from the Spanish word um, Hermosa, meaning beautiful. So we added in the Z um, as we liked the way it looked visually, but mm-hmm. also um, Hermosa it's a modern take on the traditional word Hermosa, just like our modern woman, um, and she's our muse. And um, it was funny one day I was talking to Tiffany, and we were trying to come up with a company name, and she looked at me and she's like, "Well, what does beautiful mean in Spanish?" And I was like, hermosa. And then I kept thinking about it. And I kept, you know, we were literally riding on napkins. And for Mm -hmm. us, literally, I mean, we were like, this is what it has to be. Like, we're creating something beautiful for the modern woman. And even our website is thehermosa.com, which means the beautiful. So everything Mm. we try to do, um, you know, we try to have beauty. uh, Internally, we we say, um, you know, beauty, it's in the details.
0: And so down to our name, um, it means a lot to us. Yeah, no, and it definitely shows and I think it's just so core to I think swimwear as women, we want to feel beautiful. You know, we want to be able to feel like special in our swimwear. And I think it's such a, it can be such a, a, a thing that causes a level of insecurity in women, you know, and um, so I love that that's almost like hard coded into your brand and into the suits that you wear, um, or that you design. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I can definitely relate to the process of starting something, um, being like an entrepreneur myself. I know that there are, Like so many like little aha moments, it seems that kind of like lead up to, you know, really deciding that this is what you want to do. So for you and Tiffany, was there like a singular aha moment that led you to create Hermosa? Or was it kind of one kind of contributing factor?
1: Yeah, I guess it was kind of a, over a period of time, but um, it, it really kind of came to fruition after constantly joking about wearing our workout clothes to the pool. And seriously, we would literally joke to each other and we would say, oh, what are you wearing, you know, to the pool? And I would joke and say, oh, I'm going to wear my workout clothes. And we would. <laughs> and so um, we decided to stop settling for less and we really started designing for more. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, um, Tiffany and I have the personality where once we have an idea in our minds, that we just feel passionate about, and we know it'll make a difference, and make a, a stance, and really have a voice. It's really hard to get that out of our mind. Um, and additionally, we saw such a gap in the market, and we had to go for it. I mean, on one side you have Bailey, there bikinis, and then on the ends of the end spectrum, you have um, you know swimsuits that cover so much that you know you don't really feel. You know, we're not our swimsuits aren't to cover you up. Um, our swimsuits are to really enhance who you are as a woman. Um, Mm -hmm. So we really felt there was nothing in the middle. And so for us, it was just goodness gracious, you know, it's something that we really wanted to go for. And we really wanted to provide heirloom quality suits without the luxury price tag. So um, we just saw that it was such an uh, underserved, excuse me, market that um, we really wanted to, you know, step in and and really try to kind of pioneer it.
0: Absolutely. And I think, um, I don't know, I think the retail environment really underestimates how much women want to feel just, I think like beautiful in, in their swimwear and not necessarily like exposed. And I think um, when I think about beach days or pool days, like so, so often you're like, you're, active right so you might go to the beach you might be like running around if you have kids or you know maybe you're playing volleyball with your friends or you're at a pool party or you have to be somewhere after or before that like water event and what's great about Hermosa is that it's it feels like it's all dialed into the product um, and so often like with barely barely there swimsuits that are just so everywhere they're not really designed for like a lifestyle with Hermosa That's there.
1: Yeah. And for us, I mean, what kind of makes the designing process fun for us is we think of our woman, like, you know, she's our muse and our woman's not as scared to be feminine. She's not scared to look sophisticated. She's confident, she's expressive. And so when you get to design for that woman who is, you know, she's so stylish in her own right, in her own way, and she might be building sandcastles with her children, but then later at night, maybe she's just throwing on a fabulous cover up and she's going to get, you know, some appetizers and drinks with her husband. So designing for our woman has just been so fun and it really makes it an easier process for us.
0: Yeah, it definitely shows. I, I feel that way in them. I um, was just uh, telling you earlier that I had a beach day with my family last week and I wore my Hermosa suit and my sister wore one as well. And just the beauty of the pattern and um, the, the colors of the suit, like it just made me feel like I could stand a little bit taller in my suit. I felt really confident and it just I just felt really beautiful. And um, it's just really wonderful that you guys design for You know, the modern woman with her in mind, because we live such, um, you know, very lives. Like after that beach trip, we also had to like run to the grocery store because it was Sunday and make sure we had everything for the week. And it was so easy because. the the swimsuits are designed so well that they almost felt like body suits. Like I felt supported that I could just, you know, throw on my, my skirt and kind of go, I had this denim skirt on and it was just, it was a perfect outfit and it worked. So um, yeah, it's wonderful that you guys really design for um, women's lifestyles. And I also wanted to kind of touch on the fact of just like this aha moment of seeing kind of a gap in the market. And I know so many of us, see opportunities for things and want to start something. So what were some of the first steps that you took toward kind of making that aha moment an actual business?
1: Yeah, I think what's, I mean, whenever you start a business, you have to do your due diligence and you have to really understand, okay, what is this gap? You know, what is this market I'm looking at? Is this something that could potentially be a viable business? How is the Slim industry doing? Is there potential for growth? Who are the competitors? Where can I make a stance? And for us, it was really developing a really c- strong and clear vision in the beginning, so it would just allow our decisions to be that much easier. So it takes a lot of legwork in the beginning and able to lead up to that moment. Um, but I mean, we spent countless, you know, hours and nights and sleepless nights, you know, just talking to each other and you know, throwing ideas back and forth. And you know, when you're so passionate about something, it's almost like you know you're in love. You know, again, where it's just yeah. like you know you're. St- On the phone forever talking, and you know, just because you're just so excited about you know what's going on, that it it just honestly it makes it a a really fun opportunity to really dig in, and and you know we don't we're not from the fashion industry, the swim industry at all. I have a healthcare background. Tiffany's um, a mother of nine children, and so for us it was really designing. And, and really deciding, okay, what's our brand voice? Like, who is our woman? What does she think? Where does she shop? What does she eat? What's her lifestyle? I mean, literally, you have to get that nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. And once you get that nitty gritty and you're like, okay, I can sink my teeth in this, stand behind my product, stand behind the name, and I believe in it, even though most, you know, every article you read about, you know, businesses failing and all that, you have to be that confident and believe in your mission that much and see how you're unique that it makes it, you know, it makes you able to really take that leap of faith. Um, And so that's really, you know, what we did in the beginning. It was believing in the market because really Tiffany and I lived in this gap of, again, joking about wearing our workout clothes to the pool. Um, But then it was like, okay, we're designing for women like us. And so that, you know, for us and Tiffany puts it so well where she said, you know, she has seven girls. And for her, if she can make a difference now to give more options for women to come, I mean, we've made a difference for generations. Um, so we really see Edmosa as a brand and um, its own like lifestyle, its own little culture. And, um, I think making sure that you really stay true to who you are as a brand and your brand voice and not swaying away from that. I think that's really difficult to do, but it's really important to do. And by all means, we haven't been perfect at that and we're still learning, but we hope that when people go to our website, they understand who we are. They understand who our woman is and, um, it's easy to pinpoint.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I that like perfectly feeds into my next question, um, which is like, is your business founded on or driven by any like personal convictions or principles that you hold?
1: Yeah. So I I mean, definitely personally, Tiffany and I have a strong conviction that you don't have to bear it all to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually find that there's beauty in mystery. Um, You know, You go to the beaches and most women are exposed. I mean, I was just in Miami and you know, you have a girl that's in a g-string and her top is literally just coverage on her nipples, like like literally nipple pasties. Wow. <laughs> so you have this side of the the, the spectrum, mm-hmm. um, and, and and for us, it's you know, you kind of want some mystery to you know the beauty of the woman, in our opinion, mm. and um, and you know when you see you don't see everything, and you're instead instead of showing and over exposing a woman. You're highlighting the beauty of her and you're letting her shine out. And the swimsuit isn't what's beautiful, it's the woman. And so um, for us, that's definitely a very, very strong conviction is that our woman, she's confident, she's beautiful she doesn't need to be basically naked in front of the world to be viewed as attractive. She has more confidence in who she is as a person and has dignity for herself that she doesn't want to go down that path. And of course, there's a lot of other great, amazing swimwear brands out there that are doing a phenomenal job um, in the bikini market. And they have a really great voice and brand and all that. So I'm not trying to take away from that. But for us, it, it definitely is a big belief that You don't have to bear it all to be beautiful. I don't have to compete with a woman who wants to wear a Brazilian bikini. And if I want to wear one piece, I mean, I don't think you have to go that path in order to look beautiful. Um, I think you as a person is beautiful enough.
0: Yeah, no, I totally resonate with that. And I think that's one of the things when I was reviewing your swimwear for Verily Magazine that really just struck a chord with me because all of what you're saying is so present in the branding. Um, and I know for myself, like I've grown up only wearing one pieces and it's not because I don't um, feel comfortable in a bikini. It's just, it's never been my style per se. And I've always really admired sort of the style and the sophistication um, of people like um Grace Kelly or Sophia Loren or Dorothy Dandridge or some of those women from that era. And so I feel like that is just so, um, to find suits that reflect that era of sophistication and just femininity is hard to find. It really is hard to find. And so, um, you know, cause, I want to be kind of, um, you know, dressed in a swimsuit that really makes me feel confident in the way that my body is, but not necessarily showing everyone everything, you know, and and you're totally right. It doesn't take anything away from other brands that maybe want to provide more by way of having swimsuits that reveal a little bit more. Certainly, there's nothing wrong with that and there's something for everyone, but it definitely felt like there was a lack of finding that Grace Kelly-esque swimsuit, Um, And those really gorgeous one pieces um, that were just so popular in that time period. And so I think it's really great that you guys have held to your convictions. And I really feel like convictions aren't things that um, you hold, they're things that hold you. You they just hold you. You just know like this is who we are, like this is what we're about and it's not like we can deviate from it. We just are what we are and we love um, to highlight the sophistication of a, of a woman and to provide her a suit that really um, expresses that and I love that you guys have held to that conviction because I know so many women, including myself, are looking for this type of swimsuit. We are looking everywhere for it um, and every summer, it's like the hunt to find that perfect one piece. <laughs>
1: True. And you know what? There's a big misnomer that, okay, if you wear a one piece, that means you don't have a good body. That means you're older. I mean, and that's not even true. I mean, it's, it's so funny. It's like, I mean, you can be the most fit woman, but if you just prefer the one piece, then that's totally, that's totally fine. It it doesn't mean you're not, it doesn't mean you have to show everything just because you have a good looking body. Um, so for us, I mean, who doesn't love to be told, Oh my goodness, your jumpsuit looks so Jackie O or right. <laughs> you know, your swimsuit looks so like this is something that um Catalina Herrera would wear. I mean, those are big compliments that people take and you're like, yeah, yeah. Like, thank you, you know? I mean, no one takes uh, you know, offense when you are complimented in that sense from these beautiful fashion icons
0: definitely yeah no one would turn down that comment yeah exactly (laughs) so um my next question is you guys have really i think um responded well to sort of the environment right now for swimwear which so much is being driven by a direct to consumer business model which is where you sell your suits directly to consumers through um, e-commerce through your website and i wanted to ask like why did you guys decide to set up your business that way when there are so many other brands that are sort of selling themselves and the major departments Stores or in other boutiques, and you guys have decided no, we're going to provide our, our our product directly to our customer. Why did you decide to go that route? There's
1: a couple different reasons. I mean, when we first came up with this concept, direct to consumer was always really there. There was never a consideration to okay, do we want to go retail? Um, because we were just thinking to ourselves, you know we don't really need or... I mean, we that's not necessarily true because the retail holds so much brand recognition and exposure, which is phenomenal. But for us, we wanted to be able to not have the middleman. We wanted to have that direct relationship with our consumer um, and say, okay, look, if they don't like our product and they're returning it, why? And we can learn from this. And mm-hmm. we literally, every single return that we get, and I apologize to all my customers, we email you and we just want to know... like. Why didn't it work out? And we love the frank and the honesty because you know people have said like, look, 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 this suit I love, but I just wish it did more for me this way. And mm-hmm. we take all of that feedback and we apply it to build a better product. When you are working with a a, a retailer, you don't necessarily always get that one on one relationship and and communication with your customer, which I just think is so valuable. Um, and so that was that was something that you know we talked about in the gate, like okay. You know, this is really important for us is having this strong communication with our customer and having strong com- customer service. And then second, you know, when we were also breaking down everything, we are delivering a luxury product. And, um, you know, you can always go cheaper. You can always go down the path of, okay, okay we, do we really need this fabric? Do we really need this lining? Do we really need this print? Do we really need this? And there's so many things that go into it. And for us, it's like, yes, like we do want this. And not because we're trying to be, you know, over the top, but because it does serve a purpose. And if we're gonna say that our suits do a certain thing, they better do that. And you know, you are really paying for what you're getting. And if you do go retail, unfortunately that price just goes up because retail needs the price. you know, they need a margin, we need a margin. And of course, you're trying to offer it at a good competitive price to your customer. I mean, it really makes things difficult. So, um, you know, the idea of direct to consumer being able to also operate the way you want to uh, distribute your product the way you want to, every little inch of your action becomes an extension of your brand. And when you bring in a retailer, it just changes things a little bit. Because if someone buys my product, let's say, you know, on Nordstrom's, the packaging is going to be Nordstrom's. But if they buy it through me, they're going to get my packaging, they're going to get my experience, my brand. And Um, We just felt like we didn't want to, um, you know, go down that path and we really wanted to have a strong presence and again, really strong communication and great prices. And, you know, things always boil down to money, Um, you know, business, it's business, (laughs) you know, you have to stay afloat and we obviously want to be considerate of our customer. And so um, we took out the
0: middleman so that you didn't have to pay him. Yeah, I mean, and I, I love that. And I, and even just, you know, for those of you who are listening and, and sort of getting this kind of insight into retail, like sometimes those big retailers don't always pass along that in, that like key consumer information about why the suit didn't work. They just get the return, you know? And,
1: exactly. and so
0: it's really wonderful that you guys have been so um, intentional about gathering that data. And I know for me, when I was reviewing the suits, I mean, I literally, was just taking notes on the back of the tags about how this fit or, or how I like this or what I thought was better. And you guys were so gracious about receiving that critique and putting that back into your business and back into the suits that you wear. So, you know, if you're listening, like this is a brand that really listens to their customers. They really kind of key in on what we need as women to feel comfortable in our swimsuits. And so I just can't um, like thank you enough that you guys do that. And especially with swimwear, because swimwear is the type of thing it's, It's not like a dress or like a shirt, which requires some tailoring, but swimwear, you know, it's, it's close to your body. It's intimate. And so every, every detail, every adjustment, every alteration can make a huge impact on, how well something fits somebody or how well they feel supported. So sort of looking even more into the design process, um, how did you guys decide on the various fit collections for each swimsuit? Um, so you guys have a couple different fit collections. Um, maybe you could explain those and kind of tell us like, why did you decide on those?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, like I said, the beginning kind of process is you come up with your designs, like your overall vibe that you're kind of, you know, thinking about and, you um, we then, you know, you have to go see your fabric suppliers and kind of see what people can offer for you. And we were feeling fabrics. and we're like, gosh, like this is so nice. And then we'd be looking at more and we're like, gosh, this is so nice. And, um, and then we were like, gosh, like, you know, why do we have to limit ourselves to just one fabric? I mean, you don't always necessarily like, I mean, we have so many different bras for so many different occasions. I mean, a swim really isn't intimate. And so, when we were breaking down the fabrics that we liked and the different qualities that they that they had, we it, they fell into three different um, categories. So the first one is sculpt, which is our highest tier fabric, and it does just what it says. It sculpts your curves. It's our strongest fabric. It's our Italian fabric. Um, it's it's we joke internally and say it's bulletproof. So it's going to really um, you know suck you in, but it's not going to hurt. It's just you know it just has that more you know it has a stronger fit. And then we're like, okay, not necessarily every woman needs that. It's not like you necessarily always want that fit. Um, So what's something that still has a compressive fit, but that's just a little bit more softer, has more flexibility. So we came up with the the shape category where it's the in-between, you know, it has that compressive fit like I was just telling you about. And also part of that category, we um, have an eco-friendly fabric in there that um, it's waste collected from the Mediterranean Sea that we then repurpose into fabric and it also offers UV protection. So for those people who have sensitive skin or you know are just skin conscious, we also wanted to keep that woman in mind. And then we were thinking okay, like there's this one fabric it just felt like butter and it's so soft and so luxurious and um, it, it just literally feels like a second skin and it moves with your body. so we're like, okay, we need this fabric in our in our line. And so we came up with movement. So movement has our really soft, supple fabrics, our novelty fabrics. We have this beautiful Italian jacquard and a rip of fabric. And I mean, they're just beautiful. And um, they fall into our movement category as well. But they are going to be the least supportive fabric. And they're going to, again, feel like a like a second skin. And I don't know if a lot of people know this, but most brands use one fabric across their whole entire collection, and then they just change the designs or the style. Um, and that's
0: not us. We wanted to offer options for our women because we don't think there's one size fits all. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. And um, I love that you guys have thought that way because it, one size doesn't fit all. And even not just in, I think, the person's body and maybe what they need, but really anticipating again just her lifestyle because I know for myself like I'm someone who's pretty like I'm five six I'm like 128 pounds I'm pretty straight up and down for the most part and for me it's like I'm anticipating my day so it's like if I know that I'm gonna have like I'm at a pool party I'm gonna be eating the whole time it's just being really like you know socially eating and drinking I might like have a little bit of a stomach like midway through And so I'll be like, oh, let me wear uh, the Eleanor swimsuit from the shapewear collection because I'm going to have a little bit more smoothing effect. Um, Or if it's going to be a really active beach day like last week with my family, then I'm going to go for something in that movement collection that's going to allow me to feel a little bit more free because the fabric is so much more lighter weight and I don't feel held back at all. So, I mean, it's just it's incredible how those fit collections can even be reinterpreted for just like what you're doing that day and what you need in terms of freedom and flexibility um and then also just accommodating different women's bodies because different women need different things from their swimwear um so it's just brilliant i mean it's really brilliant the way you guys have um designed each collection
1: thank you you're really kind i mean and not to downplay any of our fabrics i mean every fabric we use next generation high tech fabrics that work for you, not against you. Um, you know, so think four way stretch, quick drying, less water absorption, fabric memory, um, and and we we say like our swimsuits are luxurious on the outside, but they're powerful on the inside. Mm. Um, so you know, th- the fabric to its own its own category. They're still very high tier.
0: Yeah, and it's definitely you feel it in the suit. And I mean, of all the different kind of, um, I think, categories you guys could have designed into, I love that you guys chose to go luxury. Um, I think there are certain things when it comes to shopping that you kind of always want to ante up a little bit more. I always tell my clients that I style, like, you want to pay more for your shoes. You always want to invest in really good shoes. You want to pay a little bit more for your intimate wear. Um, And you want to go a little bit more expensive on your swimsuit because the reality is, it's going to get beat up. You're going to wash it a million times. You're going to be in the sun. It's going to stretch. Like, so I love that you guys have decided to kind of focus on this heirloom quality construction that's really luxurious. Um, because not only does it feel really luxurious, but it's it's built to last. Um, and it definitely feels that way I've, I've already washed mine a bunch of times um, in chlorine and I've been in salt water and um, it's just set up the color is still as brilliant as the first time that I got it
1: Oh that's great no that's great I mean and like you said I mean you really do pay for what you're getting and um, you know for every swim you know category or you know every swim collection that we've come out with, we work over 60 plus hours with our fit models to make sure that the fit fits most bodies mm-hmm. doing most activities. And I mean, one day we even had her doing jumping jacks, climbing stairs, hopping in the shower. You know, we, we really wanted to test everything. And, um, you know, it's just, a, it's important that it stands the test. And, um, you know, you want to, again, like I said earlier, really put your name behind a beautiful product that you're like, okay, yes, I'll put my name
0: and this is what I want to be remembered for. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I think that, having that kind of commitment to um, what you guys have made and the fit collections. It's really, it really almost feels very body inclusive and body inclusivity is really important right now. I know. And, in in the zeitgeist and in consumer consciousness um you know we're not all one shape and i love that your instagram reflects that i love that you guys choose different bodies um and different types of women so um it really reinforces the fact that your suits aren't made for one type of person and that's really reassuring and absolutely refreshing oh thank you you know and we're still working
1: on that i know a lot of customers um when we first came out we were getting a lot of messages saying I'm so I'm so hurt that you wouldn't carry my size, and you know, obviously, we felt horrible. Um, but, but you can't anticipate what people will want, and when you're a small startup company, you really can only invest in so much you know so you don't spread yourself too thin Mm -hmm. and so in the beginning we could only offer six sizes so currently we offer size two to size 12 but we're so excited to announce that come October um, all of our suits are going to go up to size 14 and then we have uh, about six suits that are going to go up to size 18 and we uh, continually are going to want to you know continue to design for more better you know And continue to have different body types that we can design into. Um, We were just so happy to hear that people liked our product and wanted more of us. And um, so we're hoping that we can please more customers. Yeah,
0: definitely. And, and speaking of just like the challenges of, you know, starting your line and and trying to figure out like, what can we afford to do size wise? What were was there any kind of major hurdle that you guys had to kind of overcome to make Hermosa work?
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think most companies can attest to this. I mean, finding a good manufacturer is so key. And I mean, we're working with two great manufacturers. Um, one's um, international, one's domestic, and um, there's going to be challenges with everything. but working with a, a factory that you trust, that you know you can um, hold accountable for their actions, that's so important. Um, so we were really fortunate. And we've been very blessed to have two great partners that we love. and um, you know one thing though that was difficult in the beginning is, look, if you want this fabric, this is the minimum. If you want to do this suit, this is the minimum. And I don't think people think like that, you know, as a customer, you're not like, oh, I want this size of a suit. And I want it in all these different, you know, silhouettes. But from a business standpoint, you're like, okay, I love to, I would love to offer that for you. But realistically, I can't spread myself that thin. Mm. And so that was kind of like a certain, you know, things we had to decide on was like, okay, look, this is our price point that we want to stay at. These are certain fabrics we want. What are their minimums? What do we have to hit? You know, how much is this going to cost? Um, And like I told you, we spend countless hours with our fit models trying to, you know, ensure that this will fit most body types. And um, I mean, that gets very costly. Um, And everything we design, we design in house, all our prints we design in house. So all those little decisions um, was difficult. It's like, okay, look, where are we going to, where, how far can we go? and, And what's practical? So, I think that was a big thing, a big turning game was like, okay, how many suits do we want to design for? And what
0: are the minimums? And, you know, can we afford it out the gate? Yeah, no, definitely. And I love this conversation. And that's like one of the reasons why, Um, I created the story life is to really give people a glimpse like behind the scenes of of a brand, like of all these decisions that you're making and you're trying to hold to your core convictions. You're trying to, you know, be as responsible as you can with the budget that you have to really make something that people can love and that you can be proud of. And I just want people to see what it takes and how much goes into it. Um, Because when we invest our dollars into something, we're really investing into people and we're investing into a process that isn't always um, so simple and straightforward. And so thank you for sharing all of that. And you also mentioned that you guys had two manufacturers, um, international mm-hmm. and, and domestic. And um, as I've been just you know talking with so many different brands and just really um, kind of assessing the environment that we're currently in with you know, our, if you're in the States, uh, with our administration's sort of decision to raise tariffs on Chinese imports, it's just affecting so many companies. Um, and okay. I just wanted to just show a level of concern and care for you guys and just ask, if, if has that affected you? And is there anything that we as consumers can kind of do to support you if, if it has affected you negatively?
1: You know what? Swim is actually one of the industries that um, was not included in the tariffs, so it still could come about. But we were like one of the last categories that wasn't included. So we actually are fine That's now. Um, there, yeah, there's been some s- small minor changes, but nothing to you know get too wired up about. Um, and, and one thing I don't mean to go back, but one thing I did want to say is when you're talking about hurdles, and for anyone listening, I cannot stress this enough. Any vendor that you bring on board, they become an extension of your brand. And unfortunately in the beginning, we, um, you know, you, you meet with a lot of people and, you know, it's a risk, a leap of faith and you're taking a risk in investing your time and money. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we had a couple bad experiences where we brought a vendor on board to do certain things for us and, you know, they said that they could do it and then they came on and they completely, they failed. I mean, it was, it was, it was so hard for us because again, we didn't come from, you know, this big, um, you know, fashion industry to like understand all the innuendos, but, I mean, we were getting work where they were copy copying other logos and branding. And we we're like, look, like we hired you to do this job. Like, can you do it? Mm-hmm. And so I think that was something that was so hard for us is, you know, really vetting your vendor to make sure like, okay, they actually can do what they say that they can do and you trust them. And I think a lot of people want to get money from you. And if they think you're new, cause we obviously, you know, we're brand new, they will take advantage of that. Unfortunately. And so um, I think, you know, always looking at the contracts really, really carefully to make sure that it is worded in a way that you agree with and that you feel comfortable in the best case scenario and also in the worst case scenario. And we went in very optimistic. And unfortunately, we were let down a couple times. But, you know, obviously, we still came up ahead. But, um, you know, for anyone that's thinking about starting a business, I cannot stress that to you enough.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and and unfortunately, sometimes it's trial and error, and you just don't know until you do. Um, but I think the strength of a brand and the strength of its com- of a company is its ability to bounce back from that, and um, its ability to kind of you know call it out when it happens and pivot. Um, I think that you know that dem- that speaks to your strength and to Tiffany's that that you guys you know yeah you had a hiccup and you and you acted on it and you pivoted and you've bounced back beautifully um, but you're absolutely right it takes a certain level of just vigilance and, and really having that oversight with the people that you're working with, because you're right, they do become a part of your brand. And if there really isn't synergy there, and if they're really not on the same page with you, it can really be catastrophic. And so I love that you guys were able to to pivot from that and it not affect you.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you're so right. And then you find you know, those one, those certain individuals that you just click with and they're jewels. I Mm -hmm. mean, they just become,
0: you know, a big part of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so actually on a really exciting note, uh, I noticed that you guys were featured in O Magazine, which is huge. Um, the Genevieve swimsuit was featured. Um, so I wanted to know like what your favorite piece from the line is. I personally love the Eleanor, and I love that O featured the Genevieve because I feel like it's such a, um, a, a swimsuit that could work for a lot of people, it has a really elegant cut. Um, but do you guys have a favorite piece from the line?
1: Yeah, so um, we named all our swimsuits off of, um, you know, ones, people we love. So all our styles are named after women in our immediate family, daughters, mothers, grandmothers, sisters, and then, of course, Tiffany and, and me included. Um, and so we um, we named our favorite swimsuits after ourselves. How, how uh, um, that sounds pretty um, selfish no, there. But no. um, I personally love the Marisa swimsuit. Um, I just love the square neck. And what I love most about that swimsuit is that it can become a bodysuit. Mm-hmm. Um that's always kind of my go-to and I love like wearing a good pair of jeans with a bodysuit. I just think it looks so, I think it looks so chic and I love the Johanna that's named after my sister. It's the one shoulder with the ring. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I, whenever I wear it, people are like, where did you get that suit? And um, I love that suit. And then Tiffany, her, um, she named, of course, the tankini um, Tiffany that she loves and it's super cute. So a, a vintage retro vibe, um, high waisted with a cute little belt and it's just, I mean, it's such a cute swimsuit. It's one of our best sellers as well. And then she also loves the Johanna, which is funny. So um, she loves, she can breastfeed really easily in that suit. And um, she's just, all, we were both actually pretty surprised. Um, we're busty and we're like, gosh, like this actually, like it really supports you and it doesn't fall down, especially for a one shoulder.
0: Yeah, um, so, yeah so those are our two favorite styles. Yeah, I would agree on the one shoulder front because the Eleanor is my favorite and that's a one shoulder. And yeah. I almost feel like even more supported in the one shoulder. I don't know how you guys have constructed it and, um, but it's so, it has so much support and I feel, um, like much smaller in it because I, I'm not as busty, but I'm not like a, like a smaller cup size at all. And so one of the things that was super crucial for me with a swimsuit is always going to be support. Cause I'm like a C cup. My sister's like almost like an A Um, or a small B. And so for her, I'm always like, Oh, it's so easy for you. Um, (laughs) But for me, I have to be much more um, discriminatory about my suits. And that was the I think the immediate pull for me was the support the style and the support. Um, People are not our swimwear brands are just not thinking enough about it. Um, And you guys are and I, I remember being like, I think I was like maybe 22 or something. I'm, I'm 32 now. And I, I tried to buy this uh, swimsuit um, off an online retailer. I won't mention which one, but um, I got it in the mail and it was just like, I literally, I mean, I might as well have not even just like, like if I wore something and just didn't even wear a bra. Um, it it, it yeah. promised like this kind of shelf bra, but it did absolutely nothing. And I remember um, I was on like an online chat with them, like, asking them literally like can you send these notes to like your product development team because I know they're there and I know that they want to know these things and I'm telling you you need to make this better some boning something um, and I just remember thinking to myself oh, this is so frustrating like when I look at the models on the website they, they don't have chests so why did I think that it would work for me
1: So it's like their fit model if they're designing for like that tall, thin, um, you know, not very curvy woman or whatever that that may be, um, that's going to fit perfectly for that type. If you're designing for a woman that is more voluptuous, and you're going to fit great on that, but maybe not as well for someone who isn't as as curvy. So um, that's definitely something we've seen too, is a lot of people, their fit is just very different. And we didn't want to go down that path.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And that brings up another quick question, a follow-up. I know that when we talked, when we were working on the feature for Verily, you were talking about some things that you guys are working on that's coming down the pike. Um, Did you want to share, like, are there any new fits that are coming or just new product categories that we can anticipate? Yeah, absolutely. So
1: we are um, doing a breastfeeding suit. We're doing a maternity swimsuit. Um, so we're really excited about those two swimsuits, Um, particularly just because, of course, like Tiffany just had her ninth child. And, you know, she was just talking about, like, sometimes you, you have a post-body baby and, and you want to be able to, you know, go swimming, but you're, you're and it's just a matter of reality. You know, your, your body isn't what it used to be. And it takes a little bit of time to get there. And so we really want to design with that woman in mind. So we're really excited for that. Um, in regards to our movement category, which is our fabric that um, feels like a second skin, um, we're going to be offering another um uh, an element to that where Um, it's going to feel just like that, like a second skin, but it's going to have just a teensy weensy little bit more of support so that it doesn't feel so much like a second skin. So you'll be able to have that option if you like that feel of that, you know, how something very supple and luxurious, but at the same time, you don't want it to, you know, show everything, you know, every, you know, like wrinkle, um, we, we have you covered, but still allowing you to kind of have that, that fabric category. And then come spring, um, I can't give too much details, but we will be having a, a children's line so we're really excited about that we have some a lot of more exciting things to share um but we continue to grow
0: and and hopefully move
1: upward and onward yeah
0: that's so that is so exciting I love that that the children's wear line is coming I love that um if you go on the website if you're listening to this there's like an image and I believe it's Tiffany with her daughters and they have they're wearing like matching swimsuits and I just thought that was so precious so it would it's gonna yeah, yeah. Be really exciting to have kind of the mommy and me options. And I love that you guys are looking to maternity. Um, it's such an important um, product category now as we're just being, uh, I think a little bit more vigilant and empowered about talking about maternal health and just focusing more on, on pregnant women and having more um, just respect and regard for them in, in the culture anyway. So I, it's wonderful that you guys are launching maternity too. Um, and so that kind of leads to um, my last question is, like, how do you see your brand kind of growing and evolving in the kind of swimwear space or just the resort wear space? Like for you guys, what is kind of the ultimate that you're reaching for?
1: Yeah. So what, what we always um, designed and when we created Hermosa, it was, we're creating a brand. And so when you create a brand, it's really limitless. I mean, you can, you can go in so many different directions because you have a brand and if your product speaks to your brand DNA, your brand voice, you can go anywhere. So, I mean, sky's the limit for where Hermosa can go. Um, but to right now where we are with, with swim, um, you know, we're really excited to continue to expand to different areas. Like, like this children's line. We, um, we had Tiffany's daughters in our, in our photo shoot and, um, we, we just made some little swimsuits up for the girls because we didn't want to, we wanted all our product to be featured and all our prints. And so we're like, okay, we'll make little swimsuits for them. And then people start contacting us like, where can we get these suits? And we're like, okay, this definitely, you know, put a little spark in the back of our mind. And so, um, you know, we're really excited to expand down that way. Um, you know, obviously, um, Tiffany, she um she has a Southern background. spends a lot of time on the beaches with her husband and her family, and um also has talked about the difficulty for her husband to find swimwear. Um, so I'm not saying that's anything that's in the pipeline or anything, but you know there's a potential for that to be able to offer uh, offer that category, and um you know we we've talked about that a bit, but also expanding more into our resort line. Um, resort wear is just growing phenomenally within the swimwear industry. People look to it as stuff that they can wear over their swimsuit, but also stuff that they can wear without the mm-hmm. swimsuit so we see opportunity with that and then also with our swimsuits being bodysuits we see a lot of opportunity with that um, but again in, in creating is what, what we're trying to do in creating a really strong brand um, we really want to again be able to go into other little little pathways that can lead to who knows where so um, exciting for us and of course a lot of work to be had <laughs> so it's not it's not as easy as it's sounding but um we're really looking long-term with our brand and, and we hope people continue to love yeah, it. Yeah,
0: and, and we're definitely looking with you. I mean, I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. Um, I've really loved getting to know this brand and getting to know you Um, it's just been a real, I think, pleasure for me and just a real, um, wonderful, unexpected journey. Um, so thank you so much, Marisa, for just spending time, like sharing this journey with us that is Hermosa and allowing us to kind of see behind the curtain a little bit. Um, are there any, uh, any kind of, um, ways that our, uh, audience can connect with you? Where can we go to find suits, any promotions or anything like that coming up that we should know about? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So you can go to our website at thehermosa.com, which again, Hermosa is H-E-R-M-O-Z-A. Um, you can also go to our Instagram, which is thehermosa. And then we also um, are going to be having a big summer sale. So I
0: greatly encourage people to stay tuned for that because we're going to have a lot of great deals coming up. Yeah, and you should absolutely follow them on Instagram as well, because I know you guys announce, um, sometimes your promos there, um, and you can maybe get just the vibe of the brand, I think through the Instagram really well. Um, and this is also a good time from a stylist perspective. This is a great time to cash in on summer sales. So if you want to get your suit now, um, at the end of the season, it almost seems counterproductive, but I'm telling you it's the best time to save on buying a swimsuit. Um, so thank you so much, Marisa. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, and thank you all for listening. Um, if you want to learn more about The Story of Life, please head to the thestoriedlifeco.com. You can sign up for email alerts and find out when more of our interviews like this one will go live. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this and we'll see you next time. Bye.